Welcome to Timebender Talks, the ultimate destination for professional photographers. This weekly podcast is hosted by Peggy McCartha, a certified professional photographer with over 30 years experience and the creator of the Headshot Strategist Certification Program. Peggy interviews a diverse range of experts in business, branding, marketing, networking, and photography. So whether you've been doing this for years or you're just starting out, we've got you covered. Oh, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on our latest episodes filled with tips, insights, and lots of fun. Welcome, and I am here with Greg Wasserman, and we are going to talk about networking. Um, apparently, you're quite passionate about networking, Greg. I mean, look, uh, I, I believe life is about time and relationships, so you never know how your paths are going to cross, but the conversation today can lead to the future, so that's how I've always loved my life. So yeah, that that's literally it. how I met you. I met you on a different platform talking about different things. And uh, here we are talking about networking right now. So, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're at in your journey and uh, what, what you do. Um, so born and raised in Chicago, came out to LA for college, never left because the weather's gorgeous out here. Um, from a networking standpoint, if you look at it there, like I was the kid always at school who had all the different group of friends. And I'm like, well, you know this person, but you don't know this person, but you guys should like each other, but you're in different groups. Like, let's go bring them together. And just, you know, as Malcolm Gladwell says, it's kind of a connector. Uh, um, followed the passionizing, did that for a number of years, moved into partnerships. And I'm like, ooh, these are my people. Like, it's all about connections. And so now I'm uh, now I'm leading things over at Cast Magic, which is a, a AI tool for uh, show notes. and writing blogs and, and helping automate things. So uh, kind of brings the best of all worlds together for me. I love that. Um, I've, you know, as a professional photographer, I see tons of different people. And, you know, you meet a plumber, you meet an attorney, you meet, you know, all the people. And back before the internet was so, you know, the way it is now, I had a board, uh, a, like a pegboard, and people would put their their business cards up. And so whenever I'd meet somebody, I would be like, oh, here, you know, you need to know so-and-so. And, and uh, it's funny because I've lived in L.A. now for uh, seven years. I was in San Diego for about 20 years before that. And just within the last year, someone called me from San Diego and they're like, hey, um, we need a roofer. Do you still know a roofer? And I was like, actually, I do. <laughs> And so I, even though I'm here in LA, I still have my San Diego connections. It's, um, but to me, that's building relationships is key. I mean, it's not just about what you can do for me, but who I can introduce you to and how we can build a team. I, I love building teams. I mean, the two things that came to mind when you're describing that is like, wow, what a gift that person still thinks of you seven years later since you've left the city going like well i know you're not here but you must know someone like that's incredible and then the quote comes to mind of like you know when people come to you only when they need something it's like wow i'm a light in their darkness so at least i'm being the guiding light right now for them. like i like that quote and that kind of came to mind when you're just telling the story 
Yeah, I like that. And I always, I think that that's why I have so many repetitive clients and long time. I mean, like I've taken people's baby pictures and done their weddings, you know, I've like literally been in their life, you know, their whole life. Um, and I think it's because I bring value, not just in the service that I give, but, you know, in educating them in, in introducing them to people. And it's just, it builds a whole different atmosphere when people are around networkers. It's not, you know, you're the same type of person. You're not, it's not like, Hey, me, me, me. It's like, Hey, let me introduce you over here. And that just, it makes you so important because if I know you, I, I know everyone, right? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Like at the core of it, like from a, like think about the photography business, right? Like you just described, you know, this person and you, you did their baby pictures and you got their marriage. But like, I bet you during those courses, of those conversations, you can now be the go-to is like, hey, do I need a plumber? It's like, I'm just mm -hmm. a local person that you come to for what you need. But photography is the top of mind. But like, yeah, you just want to be the person that they come to. That's why I have a list of like Excel. Uh, I, I, what is it? I've got a guy for, all right? So like, if you're like, I need a website built, like, great. I got a guy for that. Like, you're always just thinking about how do you create those connections? Because it's all about add adding value. I always tell the story. So anybody that's ever around me is like, oh God, here she goes again. But you're new to this story. So I'm going to tell you my story. <laughs> I had um, all through the early 2000s, the most unexpected power partner. Um, he cleaned carpets. Now who gets their carpets cleaned? People that are getting ready to have a baby. <laughs> uh. And uh, he would go clean people's carpets. And if they were pregnant, you know, he would be like, oh, you know, my friend over here does this really cool watch me grow package. You should go talk to her about maternity pictures and newborn pictures and, you know, and vice versa. When people comes in with a new baby, what do they want? They want their house clean. I'm like, Hey, you know, you see how clean my studio is. This guy will take care of you. Here you go. Um, and it was, uh, we referred to each other so much business. And when you're thinking about who's your power partner, you probably wouldn't think a photographer and a carpet cleaner, but I mean, for years we were, we were quite, quite the power partners. It was, it's an odd, odd way how, how connections work. I mean, but that is incredible that you were able to see that connection and then leverage it because as we're talking here, it's like, how do you network? But also how do you think outside of the box of like where that network is? And part of it is just the more people that know about you, the more you're able to open those doors and they, they either come to you or you're able to serve them. Yeah, I, I agree. So I know that, that, you know, I wasn't talking to you for very long and I realized you were a networker. We were talking actually about cast magic, which I'm going to have you come back on because that's absolutely a conversation for business processes. Um, but, but right now I want to pick your brain about networking. So when did you discover, like you said you were really young and this was just always a gift. When did you discover you could use this to your financial gain? Oh, I guess, uh, I guess I'm still trying to figure that piece out. You know, how do I monetize my network as opposed to just serving? I think a lot of it goes towards um, if you give and you give and you give, things will come back to you. If that is just inherent in who you are, uh, not asking for things return. You know, you can look at it as I'm just putting drops in the bucket and just keep adding to it. Um, so monetizing it. 
I don't think I've ever looked at it as a monetization piece. I've always just looked at it as like, that's who I am. That's just the monetization comes from it. Um, it's no different than like being in sales. And I had a boss who would always go on me like, if you just sell more, you'll make more money. My whole thing was like, but that doesn't, that doesn't fulfill me. Like, yes, I'm in sales to make money. But at the end of the day, if I do right by my clients and if they are happy, then yes, it's going to translate to more dollars because they're going to come back and you're going to be recurring and so forth. So that's the way I think about it. So from a, how did I learn the network? Funny story, my um, best childhood friend will always tell people, he's like the uh, my ego, if you will. I always tell people like, Greg's dream day was in high school, being able to walk down the hallway and just say like, hey, 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 to like everyone that's walking by. And it didn't have to be like, like the warmest welcome. It was just like, you knew everyone, they knew you. It was like a nod of just like, all right, there's respect there as opposed to like, no, I didn't like this person. Like, I'm like, yeah, that, that would be. That is feeling like a joy, but also they know enough about you that you can serve them, that you can give them back. And that goes back to the childhood thing where, like, you got the, the jocks and, and, and the bookworms. You're like, well, just because you're labeled in this class and this class, or yours, like, I'm a plumber and a photographer, just because we're labeled by that doesn't mean we're not humans that weren't able to connect and serve and support each other. That that's how I look at it. Absolutely, I, I I never had a click. I always got along with everyone, and I think that served me throughout my my whole life. Because even as a kid, I think I felt more like an outcast because I didn't have that tight click. But in hindsight, I'm like, actually, I you know, and I still today keep in touch with people that you know were in all the all the different groups uh and all the different you know lines and so it's it's uh, it's it's kind of amazing how you can use that and i think that you know for me everyone knows a photographer so like i can't go wrong if you know i meet you you like me all of a sudden you want to introduce me to a photographer friend of yours like all of us you know and, and you're you're quite the photographer yourself i see those uh sunset pictures on your wall behind that that you took so um you know that's you know everyone knows a photographer in 2023 i think that's that's the thing so you have to always be like always be presenting yourself as somebody that's useful and caring i think that's to me just the basics and i think it's also while you while you while you know so many different photographers right so doesn't mean each one serves the same kind of pictures. You know, I have to imagine your business, a person that does headshots, you're like, well, I do headshots and you do headshots. It's like, but why doesn't one person work with the other? Part of it is probably the person they're connecting with, but also they take it with a different lighting, different tools and so forth. So um, always just keep putting yourself out there because you don't know who's going to connect. Yeah, I've never been the type that thinks that other photographers are each other's competition. Um, we all do different things. We all have different personalities. We all connect to different people. And for me specifically, I live in Los Angeles. There's 4 million people here. Let's say there's a thousand amazing photographers here. We're not each other's competition. <laughs> Um, so that's, that's really why I built this community is to like bring photographers together and, you know, encourage, inspire and educate them, um, and kind of raise the bar, 
because when you work together, you raise the bar. When you are competing and tearing each other down, you're just tearing yourself down. It's it's a lot more fun to like help people and then they help you in this area that you're not that good at. And, you know, we just help, you know, that's, that's my crazy mindset. That, that's, I, I think uh, that goes towards, once again, like networking, right? So being able to be vulnerable and go, well, I don't know everything. You don't know everything. We're doing things together. So like, how do we lift each other up? It's only going to make our work better. Mm-hmm. And we're not competing in that regards. We're just learning. And so how else do you learn? You have to talk to others in your industry. You have to learn from others. So I think that goes to the networking in your own circle of industry, as well as the network of how do you get new clients outside. Or case in point, as you could probably understand, let's say you did a wedding one weekend and you're booked for a wedding the next weekend and someone's like, hey, I want you to do this weekend. You're like, I can't. But you can refer someone and now you're like, okay, I'm still helping this out. Are they going to come back to that person? Are they going to come to you? Who knows? But at least you're serving, you're providing value. You're still in the mix. You're still somebody that's providing value. You're not like, yeah, I'm busy, tough. It's like, hey, you know what? I've got this, but this person, you'll get along with them. Great. They do great work. Let me let me see if you guys are fit. Um, absolutely. I, I, I hundred percent agree. So why do you think the understanding networking and trusting your networking skills is vital for photographers to build their dream business? More than just what I said. I mean, uh, <laughs> I know it jumped the, it's jumped everything the though. It's, yeah. It's everything. I mean, to vital to build your businesses, uh, how do you build your skills? So you can go do a Google or use AI now and go ask AI like, hey, how do I do this? But at the end of the day, we're human beings are, are the only species that needs connection. And so if you are isolating yourself and just by I'm Googling or I'm watching YouTube videos or I'm reading articles, it's a medium where you've got to connect with other people. Um, how do you know that your pictures that you're taking are good? You ask for advice, you ask for feedback. So I think to build your business, it comes into just your, your circle of, of your industry. And then if you look outside that, as we've discussing, I mean, it really comes down to just opening every door and supporting and thinking the future. I don't know. So let's see where this takes me now. And, and I have no clue. Um, you know, if you go, it's, it's like, you don't meet, you can't, oh, what's the phrase? Um, I guess you can go down the baseball route, like, right? If you never get up to the bat, you're always going to strike out or, or you're never going to hit a home run, right? But at least you can go up to bat and try. So um, I think that's huge for your entire business, networking internally as well as externally. And think about everything's opportunity. So um, what would you say um, was your, like, coolest networking experience either someone that you met because you've always been networking and they kind of like put you in the room with somebody or you were able to do that for someone else or maybe it was you know a job or you know whatever like what would you say you're one of your coolest um experiences that happened just because you were a networker um you know, the, uh, I guess because I'm seeing her stuff on Instagram right now, I uh, I went to a job. 
I went to a, what was it? It was a job fair networking event. Um, and I wasn't there to look for a job. I had one. Um, I just went because it was close by and my friend wanted to go. I'm like, fine, I'll be like a wingman here or whatever. But it's just a networking. Like, you have no clue who you're going to meet. I met a girl who was in town from Germany, wanted to interview with Microsoft. And she's like waiting for the Microsoft recruiter. She's like, oh, I can't get hold. And just that interaction, like we now have stayed, she lives in London. She works for Microsoft now. Like you never would have thought that connection would create an international experience and just two people just connecting. Like that to me is, that's human connection at its finest. And so like, she'll comment on my post. She's always checking in. She's like, hey, if there's anything I can do to help you. And like one of those, like, I met you at a job fair, like, but you just connected and that's yeah. you have no clue where it's going to come. So those are the instances that I love. Um, the unknowns, but you just open you, whatever the possibilities can be. I love that. I, I, I think for me, it's just, there's been so many times where because I was um, open to talking to people because I was connecting people, you know, you don't know what the next step is and how they remember you. Um, I, you, I'm always in weird situations and I always treat everybody the same, whether they're famous or they're, you know, just the guy next door, whatever, everybody's just a person. Um, partly because I, in my brain's always working and I don't always take the time to recognize people. So like if I do, am in the room with somebody that I should recognize, there's a good chance I'm not going to. So <laughs> I learned a long time ago, just be nice to everyone because you don't know who you're talking to me specifically. I don't know who I'm talking to most of the time. Um, but one time, um, one of my clients, uh, sent me on this job. Uh, they referred me, somebody was in a pension. They needed me to do this, um, fashion show. And I was like, I don't do fashion photography. And the lady was like, that's what they told me. They said you were going to say that, but they also said you can handle it. Can you be here in like three hours? And so I went and I'm shooting the runway and I'm, you know, I'm really out of my element. And there's this guy, this older guy kind of behind me talking to me. And, you know, he's like, he's like, so what do you, what do you think of that dress? And I was like, you know, working away. And I was like, well, that's the sexiest potato sack I've ever seen. Of course, he's the designer. It's like some oh, like man. real famous designer. And he's now on my LinkedIn and still checks in on me from time to time. Uh, you know, and uh, it just really goes to show you never know who you're going to meet and what opportunities you can give to them or they can give to you. So always be friendly and willing to communicate with people and network. That's that's my. Uh, you know what I love about that story is you are authentic, right? Like. I mean, his reaction could have been like, well, I'm the designer. I can't believe how bad, but like, he probably went like, no, she, she was literally being authentic and, and thought that. And it's like, all right. I mean, who am I to say anything else? But like, he respects that you are authentic, that you didn't kiss his butt or whatever it is. Right. So he, he not, said something to the fact, like most people don't talk to me like that. <laughs> it's like, at that point, I realized I was like, I probably put my foot in my mouth, but we laughed and had a great time. Um, and, and he asked me lots of other questions and people don't ask me things about fashion. I don't know if, if <laughs> you know me enough to know that people do not ask me fashion questions. So it was, it's funny that, that I would, you know, 
a, a famous designer would be like talking, even having a conversation with me because that is completely out of my element. So it's, it's but that's the power of networking, meeting people, growing your world, you know? I guess Getting I can go spaces. down another path where, where does inspiration come from? And so for, for those that are following you, you know, yes, it's focused on headshots, but like, who knows where a passion may be and, and the, I don't do this, you know what, let me try it and go like, this was kind of fun, or this was kind of unique, or like, nope, still don't like it. Like, you don't know until you give it a chance. So keep that open mind, lean into that discomfort and see where it takes you. Exactly. I love that. Okay. So what tip would you give people um, when it comes to networking, uh, specifically networking for their business? What tip would you give people? Uh, be open-minded, be curious. Um, say yes. And, and figure out how you can start providing value to people and think about it, not like, I need a job or I need this job or I need to get this person and sign them up. It's more of like, how do I just add value for their life? And as we've been talking, it's like, I got a plumber for you or I know this or like, oh, you're a mother and I'm a new mother and like whatever you want to connect on. You like just find that common connection that creates a human connection so that you can open and, and they like you. Um, and so therefore, like my Angela, like they remember how you made them feel. That, that right there, people will remember how you made them feel more than they'll remember anything else. They'll remember if they were respected, if you gave them the time, if you gave them value, they're going to remember how you made them feel. And um, as you know, we're specifically talking to professional photographers here, but it goes for everyone, especially if you're in the service industry how people feel when they interact with you, when they leave from interacting with you, that's what they're going to remember. Like, oh, that was really fun. That was really cool. Um, you know, when I have a client that leaves my studio and they're all excited, like, oh my God, that was the most amazing. That was so much fun. I'm like, yeah, did you like the images? Like, <laughs> and it's almost like to them at that moment, the results are less important to them than the experience of, of actually doing it. And uh, obviously to me, I want them to have great results and, and love their images, but it's always fascinated me how the experience is, is just as important to them because if they had a great experience, they're going to love those images because when they look at those, they're going to remember those, that experience and how you made them feel. I, um, it's like uh, uh, eating food. There's a there, there there's a scientific study where they brought in all these people into a restaurant, and it was just silence. There's no music, no nothing, and it wasn't until people started laughing and engaging, and they were changing the mood, so they like there was that environment. Then they started serving them, and the food tasted so much better because of it, because of the ambiance, because of the atmosphere. So. Uh, it's no different like when you go wine tasting for those that, that do wine tasting. You're like, oh, why did I just buy five cases of wine? And then I come home, it's like, it's not as good. It's all about the experience. So create that experience for them. That's 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 so true. I know that for me, I always laugh about it. Like it's so much better when somebody else fixes this, but it's probably just the going out and the experience 
versus, you know, oh man, I got to clean up after myself when you cook in your, <laughs> when you're cooking in the house. <laughs> and I think That's that goes great. towards asking the question about networking, like create an experience that they will remember. And it doesn't necessarily have to be about the work you're doing. It is just about you and what you're providing. And that will then hopefully translate to your other question. How do I monetize this? Well, translate into some kind of financial success, whether it's from a head shop job or they provided you value of, of whatever it is you needed. And you're like, wow, oh, I never knew this was going to happen. Exactly. So um, do you have like a follow-up process? Do you have any kind of process in place that you do to like keep in touch with people once you do meet them? Um, good question. So, I've always been a firm believer. I'm old enough to 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 be an old school Facebook person. So living out in LA from Chicago, like the only way I stayed in contact with people was was Facebook. Now not so much, but there's no reason in my mind not to send a person a happy birthday. Like literally, now that Facebook even writes it for you, you know, all you have to do is click like this is the, the, the comment that I want. Like, you have no excuse not to do it. You'd be shocked how many few people do it, you know? So think about birthdays, anniversaries, like those small little things. Um, another thing I love doing is call it a superpower, but most people don't do this. Let's say you came to mind last week and I'm talking to you now. I'm like, oh, Peggy, you came to mind last week. You're like, oh, that's so sweet. Like, what were you thinking about? That's usually how most interactions go. Few people take the time to actually stop and go, oh, I'm thinking of you right now. Like, how's it going? Like, that's literally it. Like, do those little follow-ups. Uh, if a person comes to mind, take the, take the time and reach out to them because you always feel good when they do it for you. So just think about what it's like for them. Or you also feel terrible when... I don't, why am I the, always the person that reaches out, goes back to the light and the darkness kind of thing? Like, be 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 proud that you are the one that's doing this um, because you're making their life. So I think that is my cadence for follow-up in terms of you come to mind. So trying to always have that superpower. How do you come to my mind? Whether it is I'm walking, whether I need a plumber right now, and it's like, oh, who do I know that's always, like, whatever the connection is, follow-up. I like that. Um, I have a friend that always like out of the blue um, sends me a text like, I'm just thinking about you. What are you doing today? Uh, how are you doing? And uh, you, she lives in, in Washington state, so we don't see each other. But and I always I'm like, oh, why didn't I ever text her first? Like, <laughs> and, and so that's something that I've been working on um, is like when I think of somebody, it doesn't take a second to to write a text. And I know when she does that, cause like I may be busy, but when I'm done, I look at my phone, I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's like, you know, it, and because of that, like she, she stays more type top of mind and, you know, as business people, I mean, know, like, and trust, those are great. But if they don't remember you, it's worthless. They can know you, they can trust you, they can like you, 
But in six months from now, when somebody's like, oh, um, I'm looking for a photographer, if you're not on their top of mind, then what what good is it? Or when they need a photographer or when somebody's like, hey, I'll do that. And they just go with that instead of, oh, no, I've, I've got a photographer I always work with. You know, um, if they don't think of you, if you're not top of mind, then then knowing, liking and trusting is, you know. It's great, but remembering it, I think, is the key. And I, I love that you said just, you know, send a happy birthday. I, I, I'm getting better on LinkedIn. I'm getting better on LinkedIn. I'm trying to learn. I, like, had somebody help me, like, make a whole LinkedIn space. Before this, before maybe, you know, six months ago, all I would do is it would say, congratulate someone on their anniversary. Congratulate, you know. And so I would at least like take a minute and like put a personal note on that, you know, just like, Hey, it's been a while. Um, congratulations on your thing, whatever it is. And, you know, hope you guys are doing good or just some random thing, you, you know, how's your dog, whatever that I know about them. Um, so I think that's, that's key. So I'm glad you brought that up. That's very, very useful. I would say to the, to the LinkedIn piece, understanding at least, I mean, I live on LinkedIn. So the LinkedIn algorithm, Good example today. I posted today, someone commented, or no, someone liked it. And I went and looked at like who liked my post. I saw his um, open for work piece. I'm like, oh, okay. Clicked on it. I'm like, oh, he's in marketing. Hit him up. I'm like, what's your email? I'm adding you to a Slack community that I think you would be great at or, or be able to network, right? So you're staying top of mind by literally just engaging with that person. And then if you go the opposite side, posting content, like me posting, you like, now your network's going to see, hey, Peggy liked this by Greg, and they're like, who's Greg or what's she liking? So like, there's just other yeah. ways that you can stay top of mind as a business that allows you to stay authentic, engage, and not just be a looker in the background going like, I'm stalking, but I don't know what to say. Sometimes yeah. saying is just they like, and and that's like, oh my God, you 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 liked it, you engaged, you thought of me, you took the time to literally do two seconds, click, right? Most people don't. And that's just it. Like you may think it's something small, but if you were doing nothing, then something small is more than nothing. And the majority of people are probably doing nothing. So something small is still getting you in the game. You know, it's it's putting you in the game. I think to that point, uh, talking to your audience, it's um, you guys are masters of your craft. And a lot of you are thinking, well, I'm so good at this. Like, this is so easy. But what's easy for you is hard for another person. And so that other person's going like, wow, this is incredible what you can do. And you're just like, I'm not doing anything special because you've been doing it for so long. So if you have that in your mind that like, that that get out of your way and going like what i think i am so easy for, what's so easy for me isn't for isn't for others so take ownership of that and then take ownership of all the things that you can do to teach others or lean on others or have them lean on you yes um that's something i'm very guilty of my husband's i'm always saying oh that's not nothing. Nobody wants to hear about that. And he's like, no, 
that's a big deal. Just you, it's natural to you. It's like walking to you, but it's not like walking to other people. They want to hear it. They want to know. You and, said it feel uh, better than I did. <laughs> well, it's because I've been because I've been in the doghouse for a while about this. This is, but you. I'm glad you brought that up because it's so true. You know, um, I, I've been a professional photographer since 1989. Um, and there are so many things that I take for granted. Uh, so many things that, you know, I just, you know, I just assume that, oh. And then when I see somebody struggling with something, I'm like, oh, that that's actually like here, you know, <laughs> two buttons, two steps, that's it, you're, you're fine now. Like it's, it's, it's easy. Um, but again, what's easy for me is not easy. What's easy for you, is probably not easy for me. That's that's literally why we started talking about this cast magic. I want to mention it enough that people are going to be like, what is this cast magic they keep speaking of? You have to wait till another episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's your tease. But repurposing, um, uh, definitely, definitely. Keeping top of mind, using your content over and over. So see, I'm going to, I'm going to go into a whole other episode right now. So we're just, we should just say goodbye. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you want to any, any other bits of wisdom you would like to impart on us? I mean, look, you're going to use cast magic to extract all the good bits of this. So people will get it. So anything else that I would, I mean, you clearly, uh, uh, Sucker for cliches, I, I realize, based on talking all these things. Um, get out of your own way. I think take the first step. I mean, you got into this business for a reason because you like taking pictures, but you want to make money. So kind of need clients. And the way to get clients is referrals. And kind of the way to get referrals is just keep putting yourself out there. So I think that's going to be the biggest thing. Um, yeah, just have fun. I, I mean, hopefully it, it is a fun job for you. That's key. Have fun. Like entrepreneurs didn't become entrepreneurs to not have fun. Like we, if we didn't want to have fun, we would have gone to a nine to five job and worked somewhere where we didn't like, like we're doing this because we're passionate about it. So have fun, make it fun. Amen. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to hang out with me and uh, chat pleasure. about networking. It was a pleasure. Hopefully there's some value there. <laughs> I'm, there's a ton of value, so I really appreciate it. And I will see you guys next Thursday morning. Have a great one, Peggy.